Hello and welcome. God bless you wherever you are this evening. Hope your day's been okay. Been a bit of a mad day today. I hope you're well. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, wherever you are across this earth tonight, it is 7.34 here within the UK, mate. God bless you across the other side of the world. And I uh, just want to keep saying thank you so much for all those that have been in New Zealand, Australia and America and other places across the world that watch these live stream services. We are really blessed. We thank you so much. I hope you can hear. Yes, thank you so much. You can hear us. And for all those that you can say it with me now, thank you so much. You're joining myself, Reverend Ben Cooper. For those that are in the world of the podcast and will capture this a week later on, you can find us on Amazon Music, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Music, and so many other platforms. May God bless you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You are worthy of all praise he is tonight because he is the king of kings and he is the lord of lords as we gather around the mics as you're on the other side of the lens to me i pray that god will strengthen you and guide you into paths of righteousness and this morning we was in psalm 23 uh the lord is my shepherd and he is your shepherd and he is your god and he is your king and all things are possible to those who believe i would just like us to turn if we may to the book of one colossians chapter 15 verses uh that sorry verse 15 through down to 20 and uh we've read this we've looked at this we've uh analyzed we've uh, opened this up a thousand times and i really believe god is leading me to this tonight to share with every one of you wherever you are across this world we'll give a couple of minutes for people to jump online we have the internet we have the internet god is good the internet is still with us and yes good evening good evening to everybody thank you so much for uh sharing and, and pushing all this stuff out we are really blessed to have you with us and we thank you so much that you've stayed with us that you are here with us and god willing you will continue to be with us but wherever you are seven thirty-six, roughly across this world and we are within the uk this evening and the scripture that we are in is one colossians Colossians chapter 1 verses 15 through to 20 as we just see what God's word has to say to each and every one of us as we relax as we take these times just to relax to to gather yourself and just to wherever you are grab yourself a tea or a coffee whatever it may be that uh, some water whatever it is uh, that you are being led to this evening and uh, let's turn straight into the New Testament really interesting text this is I find this absolutely fascinating, the, the sovereignty and the, the supremacy of, of God, the, the power of God, the power of Christ, the, the power of his, his, of his holiness and his presence and his goodness and his love. And I just want to try and encourage you this evening that uh, you, you cannot lose your salvation, that you are saved, that redemption is on you as we know and as we have looked at and as we've studied and as we've gone over many, many times, but also that his sovereignty, his power is just is just so beyond human understanding that we are living in a world, we are living in a nation that everything is managed, everything is conducted, everything is forecast, everything is, is uh, we are managed, uh, you know, politicians are just managers, the whole world is just managed, you know, I mean, it's managed, it's tried to uh, keep in that sort of posture, but we have a, a serious issue that we are hitting as the human race. We look across the world and we see uh, leaders, uh, good leaders, we see bad leaders, we see good leaders, we see good, bad in church, out of church, in religion, uh, we see good, bad, we see both sides of the coin, so to speak, but we are living in a time when uh, our spiritual 
walk needs to be so strong. We need to continue to walk with him as an individual, as the body of Christ. And I, I must remind myself as a leader, as a reverend, a vicar, whatever stamp is on, on that tin of my skin tonight, that, that what's really, really, really important is that he is the head of the church. Christ is the head of the church. He holds supremacy. He is the one that is in charge. I should be listening to him as a leader. I should be following him as a leader, not my own plans, not my own understanding, not the the tradition uh, that has been set out before me, but to focus on God, to focus on him. Um, And I'm just going to read this scripture out. We've read this a thousand times. Wherever you are this evening, I just want to try to remind you and to encourage you that Christ is the head of the church. Christ is the head of the church. There is no man, there is no leader. There is no one that is higher than Christ. He takes supremacy. He is the great I am. He is the lily of the valley. He is your God. He is your guide. He is your strength. And he is the head of the church. When we understand denominational breakdown, when we understand that we are in a world that is very uh, that is very commercialized, that is very... Uh, highly driven by money, by fame, by culture, by the latest hashtag, by uh, whatever is happening, we know whatever is breaking out on social media, you know. And and I pray for the for the church within the UK that the UK church will really come back to Christ. And I say the church, I'm speaking about here as well, myself as leaders, as brothers and sisters in congregations across this nation, that we understand that He is sovereign and His ways are just. And I need to come into line with his plans, his will, his purpose. If Christ was in the Garden of Gethsemane, very, very clearly that Christ come under the sovereignty and the power of the Holy God. We see Christ in his full deity in the Garden of Gethsemane. We see him in his full uh, humanity. So we have uh, an issue within the church, within the UK, that man, when I say man, human, man is trying to control the supremacy of God, trying to control the holiness of God, trying to control the word of God, trying to be in front of God and trying to dictate to God. I see this, I see this very uh, interesting time to be alive as well, but I, I am concerned for the church within the UK, across every platform, every different denomination. Uh, we've got to understand that we are living in end times. There are many forerunners that have already gone before the Antichrist. We are living in a time of many forerunners. Uh, we are living in the book of Thessalonians and Revelations. We are, we are sitting in a very powerful position. We are sitting in a very new place. But I, I pray that wherever you are at this very moment, I pray that the hand of God will be upon you and God will draw you into his word and he will just reveal to you the revelation that he needs to get to you, and he will do that, he will reveal, he will guide, he will strengthen, he will nurture, he will draw you in, that he will just cultivate your heart, that he will draw you, and he will draw all men unto his side. But we are living in a time, we are living in very serious times, we are living in times of stretching, we are living in times of renew, Uh, we are living in times of the old has gone, the new has come, we are living in times when we need our God like never before, and God has not left this nation, and I, I'm, I'm speaking a lot about this nation a lot, and I'm referring to, to the function, to the structure, to the organization, to the religious skin 
of the church that the church has a time for repentance the church has a time to seek him the church has a time to understand the sovereignty of God that God is sovereign and God is in full charge and God does not need me as a leader to get his will done or his purpose or his plan done his ways are just and what I need to do as a leader strip myself back of that leader and the reverend and the vicar and the titles and the chaplaincy and everything strip me back right back to the point of where I am a worshipper and I'm a servant and I'm a follower of the living God I'm here to serve I'm here to encourage I'm here to do what God's will is and it's very difficult sometimes for us to find what the purpose of God's will is when we're living in a society that is that is very uh, it's a very capitalist society that is driven by money that is driven by materialism the church has a lot of dogma it has a lot of stuff historical stuff that is turning over it's like you can see the church leaders that turning the earth over just trying to turn and churn all this old stuff back up and trying to formulate and trying to plan when actually we are in a spiritual crisis and I've said this so many times I'm losing count of how many times I say it and it's not because I, I, I'm, I have nothing fresh to say it's because God is telling me this and God is keeping reminding me and holding me in this posture that the church I need to repent as a believer as a son of the living God and understand very clearly that he is sovereign and it is his bride and it belongs to him that he is the head of the church and he is the church he is the head of the body he is the king he is worthy of all praise and the sovereignty of God the sovereignty of God Lord I need to know more of your sovereignty i need to understand that you are yes and amen you are the king of kings and you are the lord of lords and you hold all power and all authority is in your voice in your hands is in your plan is in your understanding and lord as a human being lord i've got to submit to the will of the father i've got to submit to the will of the father and i say to the will of the father because when i look at christ in the garden of gethsemane he said father let your will be done. So Christ in his full humanity, in his full uh, Christ, the man Christ Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane. And we see very clearly the man Christ Jesus calling on and looking to his father in heaven even though he is the full deity that he is the king of kings he is the lord of lords and we see this in this scripture the supremacy the supremacy sorry of the son of god let's let's read this before we go any any further tonight let me just grab this coffee grab yourself a coffee we're in a, a position of just relaxing and looking at the scripture as God leads, and I really believe God is leading us, God is leading us into paths of righteousness, God is leading, leading us into new beginnings. Verse 15 of Colossians chapter 1, The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven or on earth, visible and uh, invisible, whether thrones, powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. Uh, he is before all things and in him all things hold together. And verse 18 of Colossians chapter 1, and he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn among the dead, so that in everything he might have supremacy, for God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by marking peace through his blood shed on the cross of Calvary. Uh, there is so much in this text. There is 
We at firstly, we are living, as I said, we are living in a nation that is driven by socialism. We are living in a nation that is driven by the carnal way that we live. We are living in a nation that's driven by capitalism finances we are living in a nation that's driven by materialism we are living in a nation that has a very darwinistic approach that trample on whoever i got to trample on to get to the top just so that i can uh, have everything for me we are living in a world where everything is focused around me and for me and it's all about me we are created to be worshippers not to be worshipped by anyone else but to worship the king of kings and the lord of lords and we have seen a massive decline uh, within this nation morally, uh, visually, uh, as we look at this nation. This nation is in a decline and we are being managed by managers and by leaders that are not recognizing that we are in a crisis. And it doesn't matter what managers get in the next post of leadership. We will always stay in this position all the time. We do not have godly leaders in the position of leading, whether that may be in the political drumskin or whether that may be in the religious connotations of church whether that could be in whatever area we need religious leaders uh, to make sure that they are not going in religious footsteps but suddenly they come out of religion they come out of tradition and they take a back step and they say father forgive me of my religious ways and lord i need to be a son or a daughter of the living god that i flow in the spirit because when i'm religious i become rigid when i become rigid i become almost like rigor mortis that i can't function that i become rigid in every way every process of my life i become very carnal very robotic it's almost like we are living in a in a lazarus time a lazarus moment when everything is dead around us and and we are not really admitting what's going on many are looking out across the plateau of life we are looking out through through vision from church we are looking out from focus of church we are looking out into the political arena we're looking to, into the capital arena uh, finances we are looking into the to the markets we are looking into the social areas we are looking into the desperation that is around us we can we can hear the cry we can hear the screams but we, we, we're trying to focus on they're not really here. The, the cry from humanity, the cry from the UK, the crying out, help us. We are, we are in need. It's as if like we are crying out as a nation and no, no one doesn't want to admit because as soon as someone puts their head above the parapet, as soon as someone comes up and, and comes against the rhetoric that is happening against the capitalism, the socialism and the, 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 the drive that it is this political. When I look at political, political cannot fit with spiritual spiritual cannot flit with uh, fit with political you know physical cannot fit and cannot overtake spiritual we are in a crisis purely because uh, not that Christ has left us but the but the management system of the of the nation the management has pushed out spiritualism uh, I'm not talking about spiritualism as, as uh, transcending meditation I'm not talking about that as as, as that floating experience of spiritual uh, spirituality i'm referring to it as christianity see christianity has been pushed out maybe i've worded that wrong maybe i should have said christianity has been pushed out from education it's been pushed out from business it has been pushed out from society and culture and as you push christianity out you take out the laws god's laws and, and god's and the morals and the understanding and how to treat one another when you sweep christianity out suddenly you've got a vortex that is filled by humanism that is filled by 
by tradition, that is filled by man's uh, Darwinistic approach because we have no spiritual uh, guidance whatsoever. So when you move out, when you take the father out, not that the father has left because the father is always here. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. But when a nation comes away from Christianity, what we find is that we have moral carnage. We have absolute carnage where anything can go, anything can happen. And what we are seeing, we are reaping the generations of the leaderships of that, that whether are in the political skin or within the religious skin or within the business skin or within the educational skin, within the major drivers and the major, major systems. As soon as you take Christianity out and you, and you try to move through a, a humanistic way and you push God out the equation, we are driven by human. And when we are driven by humanity, we will find that we will hit a wall because we are limited in what we can do. Because when we push out Christ, when we push out Christianity and Christ is sitting on the sidelines, Christ is looking in, Christ is still with us. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. But Christ is looking in the UK. And I really believe that we are having a stirring from God. And what we are finding that we cannot accomplish what we need to accomplish. And I really believe there are politicians. I believe there are business leaders. I believe that as we look across the plateau of life across the UK, we are starting to see that there is a big stalling issue going on. We are finding that there is there are issues all the way along, but we, we are not hearing anyone addressing the issues coming out, I will say, of the church, uh, bringing a spiritual answer. And the simple spiritual answer is, is turn back to Christ. That That is it's as simple as that, of recognizing that Christ is sovereign, his ways are just, and if any nation pushes Christianity or pushes Christ out and, and, and removes and tries to remove and tries to go its own way, you will find that as we wander in the wilderness of life, you will find we will start to struggle. You know, all morals, all laws seem to break down because we have come away from the compass of God. And when you come away from the compass, and the compass is the Word of God, when we come away from the Word of God, we've seen it for generations and generations now that we are finding that the UK is coming to a stop. The UK is starting to clog up. The UK is starting to get very tender. It is very fearful. You can see fear on people's faces. You can see attitudes are worrying about jobs and lifestyles and everything. And I pray that wherever you are across this nation tonight, that you will focus on God because we have managers trying to manage this nation in the in the biggest spiritual crisis that we've ever faced. Coming out the back end of COVID, coming out of the plague, coming out of the the financial crisis coming out of all the issues that we have around us and what we find is that you cannot manage uh, human beings without spiritual influence you know there is a certain layer and there's a certain uh, press that humanity can have but it will only go so far and what we find is the human race or what I should say, certain church leaders and, and certain religious people think that they are the head of the body of Christ, that they have the, and they are calling the shots. But what we are finding is because we are just earthly human beings, we are finding that we cannot manage our way out. The kingdom of God is greater than any management system. The kingdom of God is spiritual. And when you come away from the spiritual law of God, and when you push the spiritual law out, the word of God out, you will find that you will have moral carnage. And what you will find that anything will go. But actually, all of us, whether we're spiritual or, or just sitting in the world, suddenly find that this, this situation, and you find humanity 
doesn't seem to be right anymore. The cogs of life seem to be getting clogged up on every layer. In church, out of church, business, finances, stock shares, life, education. The cogs are starting to jam. We're starting to see a rust coming over of the cogs of this nation. And we are going to grind to a halt simply if spiritual leaders do not rise up and take the mantle that God has handed through the word of God. And God is calling leaders to rise up. And how do we rise up? We speak the word. We preach the word. The the word that has no compromise. The word is yes and amen. From Genesis to Revelation. And here we find the supremacy in Christ through the power of God that has been handed down. And this is really, really important for leaders and congregations and for myself and whoever we are to understand that the supremacy sits with Christ he is deity he is father son holy spirit he is the head of the body which is the church and no man no human being can dictate to how the Holy Spirit is going to move. So what we have found over quite a few generations now, we are finding a nation that is grinding to a halt because the spiritual compass of God's word has been removed off every platform. Man is getting his will. Man is pushing out. And God is a God that will not be mocked. Now we are starting to find in our generation and our time in this year that the wills of this nation are grinding to a stop because we cannot plan a way out of a spiritual crisis the same things happen for the children of israel when they came against god when they served idolatrous uh, gods when they done what they wanted to do we find that they were struggling for years that everything was hard that the enemy came against them the enemy was beating them and god said you have been wandering because you have not listened to the clear instruction there comes a point where the uk will stop wandering the uk we are finding as you look right across the platform of the UK, every area of life is struggling. Every area is stretched beyond human understanding. Every area is pushed up against the wall. And it's like there is going to be a big stop any moment because we have come away and there are certain leaders and there are certain management and certain teams in in the press of control that are removing and pushing Christianity out. When you push Christianity out... And everything else is invited in. We open ourselves up to be a spiritual gateway for satanic influences from across the channel and from other places and from other areas and other gods and sons of gods are before us now. What we must understand as believers that nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. But as believers, we will find that the the arduous times are getting harder purely because the leaders have swept away and they are looking for a humanistic approach. The human is king. The human is in charge of everything rather than coming under the the supremacy of the father the son the holy spirit coming under the sovereignty of god and god is sovereign and his ways are just you will find and you can trace it back through history around about 1946 probably around about there i would say that the uk started to decline morally financially on every level and it was to do with israel and everything that went on with israel 
excuse me, and everything that went on, the way that the management at that time decided to take and to come away from uh, what was happening for Israel and on all types of spiritual press and decided to, to strip back and to sit back. We are in a spiritual crisis, but by the grace of God, he is with us still and his ways are just. He's a jealous God. And right now, I'm just going to read from 1 uh, Colossians chapter 15, right the way down to verse 20, just follow Five verses. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, for by him all things were created, things in heaven and things on earth, visible or invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. Uh, he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church, in the beginning. Uh, sorry, he is in. Sorry, he is the beginning and the firstborn among the dead, so that in everything he might have supremacy. For God was pleased to have uh, His fullness dwell in Him, and through Him to reconcile to Himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by marking peace through His blood shed on the cross. Now, if we just back up a moment, and if we look at verse 17, He is uh, before all things, and in Him all things hold together. When the managers and when certain political parties and when certain business layers and certain educational departments and certain areas of life, when humans take Christianity out, you are removing the spiritual guidance, the spiritual uh, centerpiece to the nation. When you remove Christ out and you bulldoze him out and you bring hu humanism in and you make yourself a gateway to every other gods, I say gods, Remember what the scripture says uh, in Psalm 136. He is the God of all gods. So we understand that God is the God. But underneath him, there are foreign gods. The Old Testament tells us that when uh, God spoke to the Israelites and he said, if you and when you go into the promised land that I have given you, do not inherit and do not copycat their ways. Do not serve their foreign gods. We are living in a nation that has many foreign gods. And I pray tonight that if you are a believer in Christ Jesus, that God will reveal his word to you as we sit across the platform of the UK. When you look at the, the system of, of the UK, we can see very clearly, and as we tie this up with scripture, we find in verse 17, and he is before all things. He is before everything. He created everything. You will find in John chapter 1, uh, very clearly in verse 1, John chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning. The, the word the beginning is very, very important. So what we have is in verse 17 of Colossians chapter 1, he is before all things. Before means to be obviously before. We don't need to be a theologians. We don't need to have a great education. We do not need to come from uh, whatever, uh, Oxford University or, or anywhere to understand what it means to be the beginning. The beginning means to be at the very beginning before the actual beginning actually became. So it's really important to understand for me as a believer to study and to make sure that Genesis is, is the prime uh, goal for me to study that creation, because creation is a very fundamental point in Christianity, that when I understand creation, 
uh, I understand, then that will that will give me a, a solid foundation to work on. Because when I when I understand now, when I say understand, understanding to a level, I can understand to to my skill set at a certain level, and we all understand at different layers. But what brings God's word to us greater and into a deeper press is through the way the power of the living God reveals His word to us. So in in a roundabout natural way, education Education has no forbearance on what God is going to reveal. See, we may be educated or we may not be well educated. It doesn't matter where we sit. I'm dyslexic, but I don't let dyslexia stop my spiritual walk because dyslexia is just of this natural vessel. Dyslexia affects my natural ability. Dyslexia affects my my speech and my thinking. But dyslexia has nothing to do with faith. See, faith comes from hearing. Faith comes from hearing. So my faith is greater than any dyslexic problem that I have. Uh, Faith is greater than any dyscalculia issue. Faith is greater than any pronunciation issue. Faith is greater than any mathematical issue. Faith is greater than any science understanding. See, we are, we are in a world that is is driven, so driven by statistics and measures. Every area of business and life and culture, everything is measured. And what do we measure it from? We measure it from humanity. We measure it from ourselves. But when we measure it from ourselves, we will find that we are limited to what we can do. The world goes by quantum physics. The world goes by... by um, by all types of physics and understanding. It, it goes by analysing the smallest of the smallest and trying to come up with an answer, but it will stumble and it will fall. Science will fall. Science is starting to hit a block on so many things because what science used to do, it used to science used to speak very clearly through nature and through the air and through everything that we see. But science has had a very difficult press. And what science is starting to do is trying to disprove God. And when you try to disprove God, you will find that science will hit a wall. But science was created simply for to humanity to understand nature and the air and everything around us, that it would show us very clearly that through the spiritual press that we are told, science backs up what the Word of God is speaking about. But there's been a switch and there's been a swerve since the world, or should we say the nation that we live in, where we are finding that the system and the managers, because when we look at what we have, there are managers on every level and all they do is they manage us you know we have managers but we don't have spiritual leaders we have managers in church we have managers in education we have managers in religion we have managers we have people with strong skill sets but skill sets are limited in an in a place where we need a spiritual drive because what i will find is education is limited education has a ceiling level science has a ceiling level physics has a ceiling level quantum physics everything has a level everything is worked out through natural abilities and natural skill sets and it is worked out through science it is worked out through mathematics it is worked out through equations it is worked out so everything is worked out in this natural world 
to the natural ability of the lecturer that is giving and the teachers so there will come a point and we have hit a point where we are starting to find that education is starting to stumble because man is limited to what it can know and what it can deal with so when you have a spiritual crisis that we are seeing and we are hearing through the book of revelation and the book of thessalonians so humanity will hit a point of complete confusion because if humanity is trying to work itself out through physics and through science and through sociology and working its way out through the culture of life and trying to dictate how to get out of a crisis what we find is humanity in certain areas humanism is driving its nature it's driving this nation sorry so when you got humanism and that is the is is the skill set of human beings and humanism humanism sorry pushes out anything to do with spirituality it it, it tends humanism tends to come against christianity christianity it seems to come against faith schools it seems to come against spiritual areas of faith Uh, you know we have many humanists that are very educated and they are very indoctrinated with education and they have very strong skill sets and through their vocabulary and through the language and through the literature that they read they try to present it to certain cultures and certain areas are trying to disprove humanism that christ does not exist but we have hit a spiritual crisis so humanism the human cannot get us through a spiritual crisis so we are finding that we have hit a layer in the church out of the church in religion out of religion whatever way we want to look at it where we are in need of a spiritual leader a spiritual leader is needed to guide us through this spiritual crisis this the bible makes it clear the bible talks very clearly about shepherds and hired hands the lord is our shepherd a shepherd is completely different to a hired hand a hired hand will do the same work but a hired hand works from nine to five a shepherd has a calling a shepherd is a one that will lay down his life for his sheep he will do everything to get them sheep into that place of safety but a hired hand is only looking after them that sheep for a certain amount of hours so as they look after the sheep for a certain amount of hours their interest is not about the sheep their interest is in their pay packet their interest is in their skill set of how their cv will be bolstered and built up and look even greater in the business plan platform and we are finding that we are uh, within a big percentage of the church within the UK that we are led by very skilled and very naturally gifted people in education we are finding that there are many leaders that have come from worldly presses and now they are in the world and we will call it the church just for for a quick uh, concession of speech we are finding that we have had a migration from leaders that have led businesses that are trying to lead the church you cannot lead the church by business skill sets you need to lay it down and you need to go by what you need to go by what is the will of the father to go by the will of the father there comes a very key word and a very important word and that is surrender i surrender my will i sub i surrender my skill set i surrender my education i surrender my academics i surrender science i surrender uh, quantum physics i surrender 
everything that I understand in this natural world and I ask God to put it in the briefcase of life close the lid now Lord I've got to go by faith because quantum physics socialism materialism humanism cannot get us through this crisis so we find that the UK now is in a very serious situation but it cannot see it cannot see the crisis that we're in God is calling a few to look above the parapet line and look above now the the scripture says in uh, Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 keep your eyes on Jesus as soon as the human being starts to take and starts to uh, desensitize we have been living in a nation that everything we have been desensitized to everything that is ungodly everything that is not of God we have been desensitized to that over the generations and the generations it's very interesting how the managers manage and how they desensitize us to certain areas of life and what we find is the generations below us find that what they the managers have done they have desensitized us they have made everything almost acceptable to that culture and that lay and then suddenly we are not in a in a nation that is led by Christianity we are in a nation that is li- that is driven by socialism that is uh, uh, delivered and controlling uh, we are living in a society that is very materialistic that is very robotic and is very humanistic everything is about the human you can be you will achieve you are great you are wonderful we don't need a god because we are are just because we can't see him doesn't mean to say that he doesn't exist we are living in a crisis and if the church i will use the word church if the church in the uk and the leaders of the church and i will say denominations don't come back and come back to the word we will find that we will be start going down into darkness upon darkness upon darkness not because god has left us but because we have been driven by humanism and humanism is in religion humanism and socialism is in religion we are living in a a culture and a society that is all about the social media hashtag hashtag i want to become what social media is 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 leading me to we are living in a nation and we are living in a world i should say that whatever is on social media the human almost wants to go to so we we are boxed and we are herded and it is very interesting that the controllers uh, are controlling what we look at what we see because what they do and very interestingly through very quick succession before we understand before we realize we become what we feed ourselves so if you take christ out of the nation and you feed us humanity we will become very humanistic that it's all about me that i can do that i can become and when we realize that we can't become and we can't we hit ceiling levels suddenly depression comes in fear comes in because we have lost the spiritual compass we have lost the preaching and the teaching of the word of god so we become very uh desensitized and we what we become is very boxed in a level and we wasn't created to be worshipers of humanity we was created to be worshipers of god now when god has been pushed away not removed because we cannot remove god uh, that has to be very clear because he's 
He's all he's everlasting from everlasting. He is the king and he is the Lord of Lords. He is the great I am. He is the God that calls the things that are not 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 as though they are as though they are. He is the God that brings everything into existence. But when humanity decides and management decides to push God out the arena of life, suddenly we are governed by management and management cannot lead us into spiritual guidance because management is of the earth now we enter into a different problem so what we have is a nation when a nation is delivering and driving managerial systems management systems of of humanity we find that when the human body the human race was not designed to be driven and to be guided by managers we was designed and we was brought into being and we was brought onto this earth to be worshippers there is something different between managing and worshipping you know they sound the same but they have complete different understandings when you worship you surrender when you manage you are taken on full responsibility onto the human being when the human being takes full responsibility it wasn't built to take full responsibility because everything was created for him and by him so we are living in a culture and we are living in a drive where everything is theories everything is a theory everything is a study everything is a a uh, a psychological move everything is driven by theories and what you find is when you are driving everything by theories and after a few generations of theories and understandings and leading and managing you find that we lose the spiritual drive not because the king has left us but because we have left the king we suddenly find ourselves in a very dangerous position where everything becomes very unstable so we are very unstable as a human race within the uk we are very unstable as uh the nation when you look everything is unstable purely because the managers and the management have moved and moving away from christianity when you take Christianity out, you find that we become uh, infiltrated by man. We become infiltrated by theories. We become infiltrated by foreign gods. That happened very clearly to the Israelites as they wandered and as they lived their lives. And they said, yes, God, we will follow you. But when they entered into different areas of life, when God took them and guided them, he gave clear instruction. When you enter into that nation, do not follow that nation's understanding. Do not serve the gods that they are serving. Do not serve them or if you serve them, you are serving idols, but serve me. Yes, God, we will not follow foreign gods. We will be completely faithful to you. But you find the Israelites, as soon as they stepped into them nations, as, they, as soon as they stepped in the land of the Canaanites, they followed everything that the Canaanites done. Then suddenly you find that the Israelites became very unstable they became very lost in culture and society do you feel that we actually don't fit that everything that's going on doesn't fit the the nation the governments the governors uh, are looking for a piece to the puzzle that they cannot find because the missing piece very brutally put is god 
And when you look for a human answer, human answer, sorry, in a very, very spiritual and very dangerous crisis, when you look for a human answer, you will find that you can never complete the puzzle because Christ is the missing link. We need to look to him because when he fulfills that gap and that void that is in the human race, suddenly we find we get what? We get peace. And when you move Christianity out, you find that peace is erased. When you move Christianity out, you find that teaching from the word is erased. The Ten Commandments, when you look at the laws, when you look at what God said and you follow those laws, you have spiritual guidance. But what we must remember, we are living now in a nation that is driven by humanism rather than the church. Now, when I say the church, I'm not talking about the church that we are reading. We are looking at a church across this nation that is very infiltrated by humanistic approach. And also amongst humanistic approach, we have paganism, tradition, serving foreign gods. We have mythological gods within religion and within the church in certain areas. I have to, we have to label it because that's what we are looking at. Denominational breakdown. When you serve foreign gods, you will find that there will be a breakdown in denominations. If a denominations can, if a denomination continues to work and to walk with God and for God and follow him, you will find that that denomination will flourish even though there is persecution, even though the managers of the nation, because that's what they are, they are managing and you cannot manage a spiritual crisis. What you can only do in a spiritual crisis is to do exactly what King Josaphat done. The enemy came against him and he realized that he was unable, even though he was anointed even though he was called that he was unable to fight this battle because what was coming against him was greater than him but what he understood that if he went into fasting and praying and seeking God and laying prostrate out prostrate straight out on God literally straight out before God fasting and calling on God and seeking God he found the answer in a, in a natural world, he found the spiritual answer that absolutely flattened the enemy. When you look for the answer in a very material world, in a material way, you will get the same thing. You will get trouble. But the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else shall be added unto thee. So when we look at this scripture that we are, are in, the Son is the image of the invisible God. So when I seek the Son, I find the Father. When I find the Father, I find the will that is for my life. When I seek him, but when I look and I, I am governed by managers, I find that I am managed, and you cannot manage a spiritual crisis. A crisis that we are in is is, is very uh, deep at this moment. The, the crisis that we are in, what is the crisis? We are lawless. And what I mean by lawless, that the laws of God, the laws of the covenant, the laws of God's spoken word have been removed by humanity. When you remove God's laws out and God will allow this to happen because he sat and he watched the Israelites 
time and time again come away from instruction so what are the laws of god very simply and very easily put as i'll put it now that the it is instruction of what god is saying to me as a human and what god is saying to us as a nation and what god is saying to us as the brothers and sisters and the governors when the governors do not come under the governance of god and the governors govern and they manage we find that we have an issue what we need is very clear cut preaching and teaching to bring this nation back yes god is working in this nation god is shaking this nation but you find the more he is shaking the nation the more he is shaking the church we have a a situation where the church is looking more at what the world is doing and bringing worldly governance in rather than speak and looking for spiritual answers in a very uh, earthly situation we are needing God like never before in this nation there is carnage but it's almost as you look across the nation that the mouths of humanity within the UK are being closed because people are being frightened to speak out against the management because as soon as you speak out against the management you rise up into a layer that is a spiritual layer and when you rise up into that layer you completely present yourself to God and when you come up not that you are coming up against the human being because the battle is the battle belongs to the Lord but when I come up and I stand up for my faith what I do is I come against the laws the natural laws of the land the laws that the managers are trying to do and the laws that the managers are trying to give us and what we have seen across uh, from the channel coming across from the eu coming over over a very many years that we've been governed by a governance that is outside of the will of the god that we serve and that's what we had because christianity has been pushed out we find ourselves in a crisis the UK is in a crisis and the only way forward is for the church leaders to get into the word of God, for the believers to get into the word of God, to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else shall be added unto thee. It's very, very important that scripture comes across pulpits What we have found over many years, we have found very gently and very interestingly, we have had a a management trying to manage the church. When management can't manage a spiritual being, I will say a spiritual being because that's what the body of Christ is. But suddenly we become humanized and we become desensitized and we become very open to the gods of this world and then what we find is that we become worshippers and we become idolatrous worshippers to materialism to culture to society without realizing what has happened because it has happened very gradually and very cleverly through the managers that have been put in position of management yes i understand what the scripture says that every governance every manager has been put in position by god kings were being put into position by god king saul crazy saul was put into position by god the scripture tells us 
But God gave the culture and society a warning. If you really want to press that political button and have that leader, I will give you that leader. But what you don't realize is what I can foresee and foretold and have told you, if you have him, he will bring trouble to the nation. But we want him. We want Rather than going by the will of the Father and by going by what Christ said in the Garden of Gethsemane, it's very interesting, Christ as the man in the Garden of Gethsemane, we hear through his voice and through his vocabulary, he is speaking as a human. If it is possible, take this cup from me, but not my will. See, very interestingly we find Christ is speaking from a very physical position but he knows that there he cannot go in his physical even though he is the man Christ Jesus that he has to be completely obedient to the will of the father and that clear teaching in the garden of Gethsemane if Christ had to say not my will but your will be done what was the will of Christ that you were to take this cup What was the cup? The cup was crucifixion. The cup was a spiritual drive. The cup was the spiritual way that God had to have Christ go. But Christ surrendered his own will and he picked up the will of the Father. It is very clear and it is very powerful, the teaching of Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane. It can be easily breezed over and it can be easily looked over by certain leaders in the church because certain leaders won't look at that in the spiritual way. It needs to be looked at the spiritual way because Christ in his fullness, in his humanity, was in the Garden of Gethsemane And he said, if it is possible, take this cup from me, but not my will be done. Your will be done. We are living in a time where the body, the church, has to reach a point, a Gethsemane experience of realizing that this spiritual crisis that we are under is too big for humanity and there comes a point when it has to say god we surrender everything and everything in everything and about everything we surrender this garden experience because my will my plan cannot get me through the next stage because the uk is about to go even deeper if it continues to push christianity out It will go deeper into a Garden of Gethsemane experience where we will find ourselves in the posture of being pressed into a place where Father, Father, Father. But it has to say the words. But the church needs to come to the posture of saying, Father, not my will. And when we say thy will be done, we are going by faith because when we go by faith, we do not and we cannot anticipate what is next. When we go by faith, faith is different to anticipation. Anticipation is different to faith. Anticipating is what my mind is thinking. Anticipating is what I am foreseeing through psychological processing by the logic of life. Anticipating, I am anticipating what is going to happen. 
But when you go by faith, you drop all anticipation and you pick up the cup and the will of the Father. That is not the will of the Father cannot be seen by natural eyes, cannot be seen by natural skill set. Because if we go and we think that we can go with a humanistic approach, we are still sane and we are still going as human beings. But we then need to go as worshippers. When I worship, I'm surrendering. When I surrender, I seek you first the kingdom of God. We are, we are in a deep position within the UK. We are in a great place. We are in a good place because God is speaking to the remnant. God is speaking to those that are realizing that, hang on a minute, if we continue to go without the Father's will, we will almost crash and burn. And the cogs of humanity will break and will be broken down, just like God broke down the children of Israel to get his will done. He is a jealous God and he will not be mocked. We haven't really opened up this text, but when you look at this text very clearly, it speaks as we have been looking at tonight. For in him all things were created, things in heaven or things on earth. So it talks about spiritual and it talks about natural. It talks about vision and it talks about the things that we cannot see, but they they exist. Just because we cannot see doesn't mean to say that they don't exist but we go by vision and we go by focus of what is in our peripheral vision and what is in our focal point and what is ahead of us so we are living in a nation that is guided by everything that we see everything we see is here because we are brought into being but just because we see it doesn't mean to say that it's the right way to go faith comes by hearing and hearing the message of God. I need to go by faith. Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. I have to go by faith as an individual. And by someone that is that is part of the body. But I've got to make sure that I am sure of what body I belong to. Am I belonging to the body of the organization or am I belonging to the body of Christ? Because there is a difference. Let me just quickly grab a quick swig of this coffee. What I've got to understand that that Christ, excuse me, Christ is the head of the body. What body is he referring to? Yes, he's the head of the body, which is the church. The scripture tells me that. So if he is the head of the church, the head of the body, and he is the great I am, what do I do? I surrender to his teachings. I surrender to the fundamental points of Christianity. I surrender myself to what he is telling me. But if I now... I've got to be very careful because there's an organization that is calling itself the church. The organization isn't teaching the teachings of Christianity. It is manipulating and it is shaping the teachings of Christianity. So what you find, it becomes a very, very um, infiltrated church by humans understanding and it opens itself up to humanistic wording, and it hope opens itself up to pagan teaching. It is driving a very dangerous driver 
rather than leaning in the church is trying to drive rather than walk you cannot drive and you cannot go ahead and you cannot articulate and you cannot anticipate what god is going to do as we book in live sorry in the book of revelation i need to go by faith when i go by faith i'm going completely in surrender when i surrender i'm going in the will of the father but when i anticipate am i going to go in the organization or am i going to go in the body of christ because what i have is a very thin line between the body of christ uh that that's the way i have to go the body of christ and the body of the organization so when i when i look at this here i have to be very careful it says all things have been created through him and for him he is before all things and in in him all things hold together so he holds all things together if i look at this world if i look at this nation and i think this is exactly what god has for it this is not lining up with what god's word says because what god says is completely different to what the organization is saying now without going into too much because time 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 is not on our side verse 18 it says and he is the head of the body the church if he is the head of the body what teachings do i come under if if he is the great i am what teachings do i come under if he is the head of the church which is the body what do i come under do i come under his word or do i come under the word of the organization it is very clear it is very obvious at this time where we sit i have two choices whether i follow the body of christ and the teachings of christ or whether i follow the teachings of the organization and there are many caught almost in the 50 50 position i've been 80 percent coming under the organization because the organization sounded for many generations that it was the voice piece of god but now we are seeing through one degree of error we are seeing now that we are up a timeline and we are in a generation where it's very clear to see that the the decisions that was made were not godly decisions but now there is a time we are sitting in a time of repentance we are sitting and we are always in that posture of repentance we can always repent we can always come back to the father but what i've got to make sure is that i am following the body of christ he is the head of the church the scripture makes it very clear the teachings are very clear there is no fog there there is no blurred lines in the scripture it is clear he is the head of the body the church he is the beginning of the firstborn among the dead so that's in everything he might have supremacy now supremacy means charge control and when i mean control not as in control of the world i would word that now as we are in this time and then we are in this position of god's sovereignty whatever he says he says and that is it i don't question it i don't try and break it down in a way where i'm trying to beat and get in front of god i leave the teachings of jesus christ where they are and i listen to what he is teaching me through his word and i walk in surrender seek ye first the kingdom of god but we are living in a very precarious position 
I've got to make sure that I follow the body of Christ. Because there are many teachings out there that could slant me and could sway me. This comes into a position where there are many that have been led culturally and traditionally and there are many breaking out of cultural teachings and traditional teachings that are that are teetering on, hang on a minute, what that culture and that trend has been telling me is not quite lining up now because the one degree of error looked all right right back then, years back, but now the one degree over generation and generation, we find that there's a bigger chasm in the teaching. But now we are at a place where whatever culture, whatever tribe, whatever tongue we have been brought up in, now I believe God is speaking to many across the platform and seeing now that one degree of error, that the error wasn't noticed back there, now we see the error is greater at this point because we are away from I will say the sovereignty of God, not because God has left us, but because the the teachings of the church haven't been completely on point. We, I, we, it's about surrender. It's about understanding he's sovereign. He is sovereign. His ways are just. Psalm 136, very interesting way. Everything that he says... Everything that he that he speaks about in Psalm 136, his love endures forever. His love endures forever. His love endures forever. But when I look at that, and when I study that, and I read that, I see that his ways are just. God is asking, and God is calling us, and God is speaking very loud at this moment. So as we look at this text, let's just have another quick quick look before we say goodnight, and we will catch you soon. And he is the head of the body. The body, the church. He is the head. So if he is the head, as he tells me he is the head, where do I go for the understanding and the answers that I need? I go to the word. What is the word? The word is God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. 1 John chapter 1, sorry, John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was. The Word was, the Word is yes and amen. The Word always is, the Word shall always be so. His ways are just. Now, His ways are different to our ways. His words are different to our words. We are trying to find a physical answer in a spiritual crisis. So it comes back to what we were looking at earlier. If the church doesn't look to God for the way out, it will find that it will start to decline in many areas. Culture is declining. Business is declining. Education is hitting the ceiling level. When you remove Christianity out and you put humans' decisions in and you put managerial situations and management in into a, a and trying to put a management uh, 
culture into a spiritual crisis you will find that the management becomes disturbed the management doesn't click the management doesn't work well you cannot manage a nation by natural skill sets and management positions we need spiritual leaders that that spirituality overarches management because when you go spiritually you go by what you go by the word of god you go by the word of god So this is where we are. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn over the dead. So that's in everything he might. It mentions he. He. He is the first and he is the last. He might have supremacy. For God was pleased, uh, for God was pleased to have all this fullness dwelling him, dwelling him, the Christ, the man, Christ Jesus. God, Christ is the image of the invisible God. It's very clear. And through him to reconcile to himself all things, to bring everything back to him, where humanity has lost it, God sent through the redemption plan, through the sovereignty of God, through the justification working power of the Holy Spirit, by the power of God, by a sovereign by the ways his the way his ways are just now redemption is the way forward redemption is always the way forward because redemption is that i am being redeemed i am being redeemed from what from a sinful state from a sinful crisis from a a sinful position and i am being redeemed and i am being brought into the king's domain the king's domain i pray as we bring this to a position of thought and understanding that we will not go by thought and understanding that we will go by the spiritual guidance of the living god he says for god was pleased to have all the fullness dwelling him and through him and through him to reconcile to himself to bring everything back to himself whether things on earth or things in or things in heaven by marking peace through his blood shed on the cross what does it come back to it comes back to the shepherd i am the shepherd i am the good shepherd i am the i am that he is reconciling he is bringing everything back to what bringing back bringing back to christ and christ will bring it back to what he will bring it back back to the cross it will be brought back to the cross and how does it come back to the cross it comes back through redemption it comes back to the cross and it comes back to the blood of the messiah it makes it very clear by marking peace through his blood shed on the cross redemption it is always about redemption it is always about the sovereignty it is always about the doctrines of grace it is about justification it is about sovereignty it is about the grace of god it is about the love of god it is about justification it is about jesus when i focus on jesus the managers can manage and do what they like because they are not managing me in a way there is an area of managing but i am not being married managed spiritually because i have surrendered 
to God. I have surrendered to the cross. I have surrendered to the will of the Father. I have surrendered to the scripture. I have asked him that he will forgive me of my failings and my physical existence will be now to the cross of Calvary. It is very interesting that we are in a nation that is managed and we are managing. But to be completely brutal, if the church and all denominations, including myself, leaders and congregations, this is not about lifestyle choices. This is about realizing the sovereignty of God. All the time I'm walking the earth, I will make good lifestyle choices and bad lifestyle choices. I will always be coming back to the cross. Father, forgive me for I've sinned and fallen short of your glory because I'm living in a very natural world that needs spiritual guidance. So all the time I realize that, oh, wretched man am I, I am fine. All the time I start to go by my skill set and my understanding, I'm going by a humanistic approach. I cannot go by a humanistic approach. I've got to surrender. When you surrender, you surrender all human strength, all human understanding, all humanity gets surrendered and gets laid down. So we see that in the Garden of Gethsemane. Father, not my will, but your will be done. We have finished and we are there. Wherever you are across the earth tonight, I'm done, I'm busted, I'm out of here. Kebabs are calling, chicken is calling, whatever is calling you tonight. I'm a vicar, get me out of here. May God strengthen you and bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. You can find these podcasts, you can find all this across all the socials. But I, I pray that wherever you are tonight, that you will just look at the sovereignty of God, the power of God, God's will. The, what is the will of us, of, of God for our lives? What is the will and the purpose for us? You know, you, you've been listening to me. And I've been rambling for quite a while. We've been on for, gosh, we've really, we've really, I've really pushed it. I, I can hear the yawns coming. I can hear everyone tapping the watch going, come on, Vic, give it a rest, son, will you? It's almost going to be Easter. The next Easter is upon us. You've been listening and you've been catching us here at Elim Church. You've been listening to me, Reverend Ben Cooper, wherever you are across the world. And I've got to reference it just before I go. I thank you to all those that have been listening in New Zealand. That absolutely b- blows my holy socks offer me i thank you so much for listening in your time zone and when you capture this stuff back thank you so much you can find us on apple music amazon music iHeartRadio, buzzsprout spotify and so many other social platforms may god bless you and strengthen you in the mighty name mighty name of jesus christ i'm getting tongue-tied you know i've been speaking for a fair while let's rock let's roll let's get out of here may god bless you and strengthen you in the mighty name of Jesus. We'll see you Sunday morning. It is Wednesday. I believe it's Wednesday. It's 7.30. We started at 7.30. Now it's almost Thursday. I will see you Sunday morning as we go live streaming again. You know, we're recording podcasts tomorrow. May God strengthen you and bless you. Again, thank you so much for the thousands of downloads. May God bless you tonight, wherever you are. It is 8.47 here within the UK. May God bless you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Good night and God bless.